Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Cricket from the Coat Hangers, and you're listening to Drop the Mic. My name is Shuri, and my life was ready for a change. It really looks terrible. Good. It all started with Joan. I'm Joan Jive. I want to start an all rock band. Once we met. We love your look. We are choosing you to be a part of rock and roll history. We did what no one else thought we could do. You know how many bands think they're going to make it? Well, excuse me if I don't want to work at the Pup and Fries for the rest of my life. People said we were a bad influence. Open up, you filthy vomit. But who are they to tell us that? What is this? It ain't baby shampoo. We were about to make rock and roll history. We did it. Mercury Records. We got signed. We got signed. The Runaways have the most chance of any group I've seen to tear this world apart. My family. Your family? Are we not your family now? We were the first girls to rock. And we did it the only way we knew how. On our own. Hello there, and welcome to another rockin' episode of Drop the Mic, featuring your favorite hosts, The Swan and J-Dub. Hey, what's up, guys? This episode is 76, our 76th episode. Yes. Called Queens of Noise. Nice. Well, where we'll be discussing 2010's The Runaways, starring Kristen Stewart, Dakota Fanning, and the great Michael Shannon. But first, here's some fresh news for you guys. And now for a special news report. Brought to you by Drop the Mic. What, what do you have for us this week, James? Alright, so um, last week I, I said some news about Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. He was going to be in the new Joker movie. Which is was debunked like was, the next day. It was like hours actually, like six <laughs> hours later. He's like, oh no, 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 I'm not no, doing that. Fuck that. He's like, uh, I guess maybe the... Um, the Saying that he was going to look like uh, Donald Trump kind of maybe uh, threw him off. But he already did that in SNL, right? I think he was trying to step away from that. Okay. But um, but yeah, so he's not doing it anymore. Uh, so if you were looking forward to that, um, sorry. Um, also, uh, some news on that film. They have started filming in New York. 
the director, um, Todd Phillips, he put uh, a little tweet out or Instagram post saying uh, uh, let's, something like let's let's get started or something like that or so it begins whatever. Okay. But uh, that's that's starting now. Um, so, and you're you're excited for that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, have you seen the new pictures of Joaquin Phoenix? <laughs> like uh, he's like super slimmed down. Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. His hair's like kind of grown out, and uh, he looks a little jokery. Okay. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, what else? Some more superhero movie news. Um, Aquaman is officially going to be rated PG-13, but everyone pretty much knew that. Um, but it's official now. Um, in a interview with Dave Bautista, um, he actually uh, said, pretty much said that he's not really happy with Disney anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, he's not he's not really sure if he wants to work with them anymore. So um, I mean, he's contractually obligated to to do, I guess, whatever they want him to. But um, for how is he? I uh, think for lock, one more locked in for a couple more years. Or? Well, he's already said that he's. I guess right after uh, Infinity War came out, he already said that he was. Um, they already shot stuff. They they were done filming his stuff for uh, Avengers Four. Oh, okay. But um, that's I guess considered a spoiler because when that news dropped, people were like, "Whoa, like you evaporated or turned to dust." Oh, that's right. And he's like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is on hold indefinitely, so he's kind of upset about that, too. Because of... Uh, James Gunn. Huh. And then them trying to find a new director for that, so uh, what else do we have? Uh, new photos of uh, Brie Larson were uh, dropped earlier this week. As Captain Marvel? Yes. A um, whole bunch of pictures. They even show uh, Samuel Jackson. Uh, de-aged, actually. So he looks like he did when he was probably in his 30s. Um, but it looks pretty good, and I'm excited for that. Um, what else? Oh, uh, Samuel Jackson is also uh, going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming, I mean, uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. So he was already spotted on the set for that. So um, expect to see him in that if you were kind of missing Nick Fury, I guess. <laughs> Um, what else? My last bit of news. Um, American Horror Story Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It's dropping next week on the 12th. Um, it's supposed to be like the end of the world type yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and I think a whole bunch of characters from all the seasons are kind of like uh, colliding together. Because I know they showed the witches from the coven. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of uh, actors and actresses are going to be like doubling characters because they have Tate from the first season, mm-hmm. who's uh, Evan Peters, and he's also playing his character from uh, something else. But I don't remember. But wow, they're, they're really kind of like to... crossing over all the seasons. This might be their last season. I don't know. If maybe that's why they're doing that. Going out with the bang. Yeah, but, but uh, I'm excited for that. You really think they're going to quit it? I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, there's always weird stuff for them to do. The 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 two guys who who uh, direct it, right? The um, what is it? They're Ryan, brothers, Ryan, right? Ryan Are they brothers? brothers? I don't think or they're, they're just brothers. like co-directors. Um, their stuff's always super crazy, mm-hmm. and um, I'm excited to see what they what they actually do with it. Uh, I hope it doesn't go away because their uh, their their shows are this American Horror Story. Uh, all the seasons are like super crazy. 
And, yeah. Uh, well, I think that they, shows a juggernaut as far as people tuning in. Yeah. yeah. They uh, they really uh, push the limits with uh, with like ratings and stuff. I think they're. Um, they're like on the cusp of like being like, you know, like not uh, being able to show what they show on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I love what they do, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. And um, my last bit of news, what is it? No, that's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. Just a little bit. Cool. Um, pass it on down to me. Yeah. What do you got? All right. Cool. In some local news, San Diego news, uh, Ice Cube played over the Labor Day weekend, yes. and uh, there was a, a shooting. <laughs> Be, I don't know if you heard about it. I didn't hear about that, no. No, really? Okay, so he played uh, the Del Mar uh, Fairgrounds, the, okay. the racetrack, right? Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I didn't know that that, the, that was going down until the day of. Um, and apparently this young man, 22 years old, strolls up to the... Uh, oh, wait, yeah, I did. I saw a clip of that on uh, Instagram uh-huh. or something. He, he strolls up to the box office, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, he, he wants to get a ticket, right, to see Cube. Yeah. And uh, they say, sorry, guy, uh, it's sold out. And uh, that didn't sit well with him. So he uh, proceeds to, to pull out a, a Glock. And uh, fire yeah. randomly into the air. Yeah, I saw that. That was a, a pretty dumbass move on his part. <laughs> and so uh, uh, deputies obviously responded yeah. to um, to the incident. And uh, at pretty much point-blank range... Uh, they were within uh, like uh, six feet of the guy. A, f- a female deputy opened fire on him. Yeah. Firing uh, with... I think it was like four or five times, right? Yeah, four or five shots. Yeah. Putting him down. Oh, yeah. But he didn't die. Okay. And he was uh, he was um, hospitalized, mm-hmm. and I, I think he was released e- yesterday. So we're recording this Thursday, mm-hmm. and he was released uh, Wednesday of this week. He's uh, he's gonna be uh, locked up, though. Uh, I would assume, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, once he once he's okay to to once they think he's fit, I'm sure he'll be. You know, yeah. at least locked up for a little bit. Yeah, the video is crazy. I know uh, you guys can probably find it on YouTube or uh, Instagram or something. Just look up Ice, Ice Cube, Cube uh, shooting Del Mar or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I saw the video. I was like, this is like, like I don't know. It was just, it was just crazy. Uh, one thing I was kind of sad about is like, what, stop perpetuating the stigma of like, you know. Gangster rap and violence, yeah. or whatever, because they're making people scared to come out to these things. Yeah. A lot of people left. Um, the people that were you that know ar- around the, the shooting, because of course that's fucking uh, alarming. Yeah, people were like, right? oh, it's time to go now. Because <laughs> uh, that guy uh, would have, had he gotten a ticket, he yeah. would have went inside the show with the firearm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Supposedly, uh, they don't have. I, I read that they didn't have that night um, uh, uh, metal detectors. metal detectors. Wow. So now uh, Kabu, which is a uh, a festival that mm-hmm. Delmar has every year now, um, are beefing up their security. Oh yeah, I hope so. Uh, I don't know why it takes something like that to, sh- to beef you, up security. You should already, you know, uh, have that. Be taking those, have uh, those precautions. precautions, yeah, uh, set in place. For you know? sure. So uh, I'm glad that they are, uh, you know, beefing up. But uh, come on, guys. One thing I saw, which kind of. Uh, uh, annoyed me a little bit was uh, I know there's a lot of bad things going on with cops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know like po- police brutality and stuff like that but um, one of the I was reading comments on the video and people are like oh fucking cops like 
Wow, they really had to shoot him. It's like he's in a like a huge area. Okay. Well, this is my take on it. <laughs> I felt. Th- did you really have to shoot him five times? No. At yeah. close blank range, you put him down in the leg probably once. Yeah. Would been fine. They were excessive in the firing. I'll get, uh, that's that's true. I didn't, you know, and but but when you know you got to think about well, you don't know if this guy's in his right mind. Yeah. Uh, if he was going to start firing on people mm-hmm. because he was obviously a loose cannon to yeah. pull it out in the first place in a crowded area like yeah. that. But um, yeah, I do, like to a certain degree, I can see why people would be upset of them <laughs> choosing to fire. You know, being so close. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, Will hopefully it doesn't happen again. I know. <laughs> but uh, okay, so Hereditary dropped this week on yes. Blu-ray yeah. and DVD. Oh yeah. So go check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, it's well worth your money. Was that? Uh, I know we don't really care about being like uh, certified fresh or anything like that. Oh, but was that's it rated? For sure. Okay. Yeah, that's I know what the rating was on that. Uh, definitely, I think the nineties, eighties, eighties. Okay. Yeah, check it out. Um, moving on, I want to say, even though uh, certain people hate this movie, they hate it or love it, it's, uh, it did well at the box office, but happy anniversary to Rob Zombie's reimagining of Halloween, yeah. which still sits... Uh, it's the uh, It holds the record for the highest grossing film during Labor Day weekend ever. Oh, wow. Still. With, uh, I think, I forget the... I think it's 30 million. Jeez, okay. Also, George A. Romero's original Dawn of the Dead turns 40 this week. Nice. For any of you guys who are fans of that or him. Um, This week, also, there's a new Halloween poster Mm -hmm. and trailer that has already dropped. Yeah. So look out for those if you haven't seen them yet. I'm excited for that. It's going to be good. I think it's looking good, man. It is. John Carpenter is vouching for it now, yep. saying it's the best since it's since the original, and he really scored the vinyl that's up for yeah. pre-order right now. If you guys are interested in that, excited. Uh, that's coming out soon. Um, Ash vs. Evil Dead: The Complete Collection. Oh, okay. Uh, it's going to be dropping October sixteenth, just right in time in for time. Halloween. Yep. All right. Uh, already. Cool. Yeah, so pick that up. And that's the end of my news. Um, oh, I got, actually have some other uh, news. Bonus news? Uh, it's the 26th anniversary of um, Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hocus Pocus and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas bo- both dropped on uh, Blu-ray. Like a steelbook variants. And uh, Target has um, a variant of their own yeah. with a gallery book, yeah. I believe. And FYE has their own uh, Hocus Pocus special edition as well. So I uh, try so to Which one will you pick? I already got the still book. I know, I saw. <laughs> Fucker. Um, you got it on uh, Offer? Yeah. I, heard, uh, I saw Alyssa's video. Yeah. Not showing the guy's face. Yeah, it was pretty... It, I mean, it was... Sketchy? Yeah. He's like, I'm just taking the digital code. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a little uh, sketched out to meet him. He's like, I can meet you right now or like later tomorrow, but it was already like 9.30. <laughs> I was like, uh, I have the money right now, so I'll go pick it up. All right. I was like, went to his apartment and stuff. Nice. But yeah, steelbook. 
It's like the... It's the, the Book of the Dead or whatever they use. The, with all the spells. Yeah. It's nice. pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. And we'll move into our Rex. Yeah. And now it's time for the weekly recommendations. All right, dude. What do you got for me? Um, so I have uh, one Rex for you. Mm-hmm. It is a Amazon Prime show that was just dropped, I think, two weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty dope show. Okay. It's uh, it falls. It's I've only seen um, I've seen the Jack Ryan movie with Ben Affleck. I've never seen uh, Harrison Ford did some, didn't he? Um, I haven't seen those. I've seen parts of those. Um, I have, I'll have to check those out. What about the Jack Ryan with uh, Chris Pine? I haven't seen that one either. The new, the newest one, I think. Yeah. Right. Um, but that show is pretty good. Uh, I think making making it into a show really uh, helps it mm-hmm. because there's so much uh, that you kind of lose in an hour or an hour and forty five or two hour uh, movie. Yeah. Where uh, you can really expand on the characters and uh, make things more dramatic. Nice. So definitely check it out. It has a. Uh, What's his name from... A Quiet Place? Yeah. Right. Krasansky. John Krasansky. John Krasansky. Yeah. yeah. That guy. So uh, check that out. Nice. And yeah. that's streaming now on Prime, right? Yeah. Amazon Prime. Cool. That's your only one? Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I think I only have one for this uh, episode okay. as well. It's called Rupture. Oh. From uh, 2016, starring Nomi Rapace and uh, Michael Chiklis and Peter Stomer. Mm. Um, basically, this movie's like what Hostel would have been had it taken too many speedballs. <laughs> okay. That's what Ralph Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the, the single, like, weirdest movie I've seen in a, in a really long time. Okay. And, uh, I'm not sure if people will dig it. Yeah. Uh, I think it only has like a 16 on Rotten or something. Nice. It's really, I don't know, it's, it's wild, man. But it's streaming, uh, I watched it on... With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, HBO, okay. I think it was. So anybody who has HBO, check it out. Yeah, if you yeah. want to, it's it's pretty insane. <laughs> yeah, and that's it for our Rex. Oh, nice. I guess. Uh, pretty good. Uh, let's move on to shows. Yeah. And now, Drop the Mic presents Shows, Shows, and More Shows. Do you have anything for this segment? Uh, no, man, I don't. Uh, you always have so much good stuff. Did you find screen tickets? Uh, yeah, I did, actually. You did? Um, I didn't know if you know already, but uh, our boy Vic got some. Uh-huh. And he actually uh, is going to give them to me. He can't go? He just said he's, he's going to go to Disneyland instead. What? Yeah. So, Why didn't I know about this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's happening, I guess. So, um, shout out to Vic for, for hooking me up. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he told me he's, uh, 
they're gonna go up to Disneyland and stay there for the weekend. Well, that, I thought that was the plan. That was the plan. Was yeah. he was they were gonna go to Disneyland and then come to the? But I guess they're gonna stay there longer. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, interesting. So I'm going. We're going. For sure. Me and Lester are going. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Um, was that it? That's it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I have. So I have. Um, there's a show for Soda Bar. Okay. It's uh, it's coming up September 22nd, which okay. is a Saturday. It's a band called Nothing and Culture Abuse. Okay. So it, anybody who likes that, I know Nothing just dropped their new album. It's called um, Dance on the Blacktop. I believe um, if you like shoegaze or like alternative rock they're pretty cool and yeah that's so that's coming up later this month and then Scream at the Hollywood Cemetery yeah. September 8th gonna be which fun. will be Saturday, Saturday yeah. um, this next the next night after this episode drops um, Rosemary's Baby at the Ken Cinema <laughs> San Diego uh, September 8th as well oh man Saturday yeah which our buddy uh, Chris Pollock will be attending. Nice. And I think they're going to have uh, a guest speaker oh, cool. who's uh, releasing a book that goes more in depth on the making of Rosemary's Baby. Mm. So it should be. Fun I've never movie. seen that movie, and I hear uh, crazy things about it. So. It's pretty wild, man. Yeah. It's uh, yeah for its time. It was. It's a, definitely a masterpiece. Okay. You should check it out sometime. I think, I think I will. it's streaming somewhere. Probably. Right now. Yeah, they always are. Especially if it's not, it should be for Halloween. Now, yeah. That we're It'll probably be like a Fathom event for it or something. Yeah. Um, one more. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, also September 8th. Dang. Or the 9th, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be uh, for the Midnight Madness okay. at Ken Cinema. Oh, yeah, yeah. For all you San Diegans out there yeah. listening to this. Um, yeah, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre will be a screening. It's going to be good. Is, uh, I don't think I've seen that on the big screen yet, but yeah. I'm sure it's, uh, it's fun. And that moves us into uh, our main focus for this week. And now for the movie focus of the week. All right, so we are, or we watched The Runaways. Yeah. It's from 2010. It's got a 69 on Rotten. It's directed by Floria Sigamondi. Sorry. If I butchered that, <laughs> she's worked on. Uh, she she works in TV predominantly. Okay. She's done uh, stuff for Daredevil, the Netflix show, oh, yeah. uh, Hand Hands Tale, and American Gods. Oh, okay. So um, basically, this movie's about it uh, displays the rise and fall of the first aggressive all-girl rock band from the seventies yeah. or mid seventies. Um, so, what did you think about the movie, man? This was a it was a it was a cool movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, with, I guess, rock and roll movies or I guess any type of uh, biopics, biopics that are usually on rock bands. Like you can kind of even if you don't know the history of the specific band, you can almost figure that they break up because of um, some inner turmoil in between the group mm-hmm. or uh, drugs or something. But uh, it was it was cool to see them kind of get so high and then kind of... Uh, spiral. Yeah, spiral down. Um, I mean, it wasn't cool to see that, but it was, uh, it was an interesting movie. Yeah, very good. Nice. I like the pick, man. I tried it. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. 
I always try to do some uh, underrated stuff, you know, or stuff that's kind of been overlooked or mm-hmm. it's not talked about now. And this has been, it's already been eight years. And I remember when this came out, uh, I had screener tickets for it, but oh, I, nice. I didn't make it out. I remember, I remember this trailer when it came out. I thought you said you'd never heard of it. No, uh, no, I, I've never seen it. But when I, when we did my pick, where I, I revealed well, no, my like pick. watching it. Yeah, no. I'm like, oh, okay, I remember seeing trailers. Right. But when you like talked about it, I was like, I've never heard of that movie ever. <laughs> but like, then I'm like, oh, okay, I remember seeing like little clips of it. But yeah, um, I'm kind of sad I didn't get to see it when it was uh, when it first came out. Yeah, there was actually uh, there's an interesting story. I guess the um, um, the the comp the studio mm. that financed it uh, actually went under right before it was released, so wow. it became a limited release. So a lot of people didn't get to to see it uh, because of that, which I find kind of interesting. Yeah, that kind uh, of uh, sucks. Yeah, I remember them not having. Uh, they didn't. They weren't able to market it very mm, well. Okay. I think because of that, which is a shame because I think it's pretty good. Maybe that's why I don't remember it so much. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I think it's probably uh, one of. Uh, Kristen's probably best roles. Right? Yeah, I feel like they they both put their their heart into it. But I will say I think Michael Shannon is the glue to everything. His character in this is definitely uh, old as so, Kim Fall. Yeah, he's yeah. so crazy. He um, he definitely makes the the movie better. <laughs> that guy uh, is a character. The the guy he plays. Yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. Have you ever seen videos of? I've never seen videos of him, but I'm I. I would assume he's just like that. How uh, Michael Shannon plays him? It's pretty uncanny. Yeah. So for people who know Kim, he looks like a total weirdo. But I know that works. He produced Kiss, right? Yeah, he makes makes people great. I guess he knows. I guess he knows what people want to hear or wanted to hear. He's just one of those guys who's gotten as far as he has from being an asshole. I yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it would, or so it would seem, right? Uh, do you want to jump into like kind of uh, dissecting? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want me to start? Or do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, basically, the film starts off with me, um, Sherry Curry. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and her sister rush to the bathroom after Sherry Sheree unexpectedly gets her period. Yeah. Which is a pretty uh, interesting way to start the the movie. I think it's cool. Because mm-hmm. uh, this film has a very like feminist feel mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing, or very like we don't give a shit what you think. Yeah. You know, which is uh, I like that. It re- takes a lot of risk. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I like uh, the scene right after that when they're in the car with her older sister's uh, boyfriend or whatever, and he's like some like really older guy. Yeah. Like a super creep. And he's, uh, I guess she, her older sister tells him that she just got her period, and he's like, oh, you're a woman now. Congratulations. And then uh, Sherry's like, well, did you did she tell you that she's not wearing any underwear? And then, you know. Trying to shift the attention. Yeah. And then he, you know, he checks and then he's like, I hope it runs in the family. You know, like, fucking creeper. Yeah. Like, super creeper. She's like 60 or 16 or 15 at the time. Yeah. And he's probably like 30. <laughs> so I was like, well, oh, man. It's pretty, that's that's it's what they pretty, rolled back then, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty... <laughs> oh, uh, we should say this film takes place in 1975. I yeah. think it starts Mid-70s, off. Mid-70s, right? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, also, there'll be spoilers for yeah. anybody who wants to watch. Go put this on pause and go back and watch the movie if you if you like. It's been out for a while. Yeah, you're right. Um, so then we move on to meet Joan Jett. Yeah, or uh, Kristen Stewart's version of Joan Jett, mm-hmm. which I think she did a really good job. Right. Yeah. She goes uh, basically to buy a leather jacket. And the uh, the woman in the store is kind of rude, and she's like, "Oh, you're 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 in the wrong section. The girls are on the other side." Yeah. And so she goes up to the to them at the counter and throws like her bag of quarters. It's like a huge giant grocery bag of quarters. Of yeah. Um, and he, he's she says uh, she points at the guy next to her and says, "I want what he has." Yeah. It's this like biker, uh, like a kind of standard Harley jacket. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the next scene is her kind of running down the street, and uh, Susie Quattro plays, mm-hmm. which is a uh, pretty like um, I feel like iconic yeah. for the movie. They play uh, Susie's stuff throughout the film, which kind of gives it its tone, mm-hmm. uh, which I really like. Um, what I like the music throughout this whole entire movie. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and uh, while we're on that subject, uh, for the soundtrack that's mm. actually out right now, um, they played the the actors uh, really the band actually played all the the music. Oh, really? I was going to ask you that if they had to learn and recorded. Yeah. Oh, cool. They learned how to play like. Uh, so it was like real. They actually had yeah. to play and everything. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Pretty pretty wild. Um. So. Um, basically, you see, like uh, Joan Jett is the more of the the punk mm-hmm. uh, yeah. chick, right? Kind of the rebel. While uh, Cherie Curry is more of the on the Bowie side, mm-hmm. the kind of psychedelic ish uh, kid. And then we meet uh, Kim Folly, yeah. which is a famous record producer, or at least he was. Or he was bigger he was, back yeah. then. Um, and he he basically discovers Joan. Yeah. And uh, and pairs her up with uh, a drummer, Sandy West, mm-hmm. and they start jamming together. Um, so then we see, uh, so we meet them kind of jamming in a garage. Yeah. And uh, Kim realizes that they need they're they're missing a, a like formula. A singer. Yeah. yeah. They or something. Need, they need a formula. Somebody flashy. Yeah. And so uh, we cut to. They're, they're in like a nightclub, right? Uh huh. Which is strange. I don't know if these kids have fake IDs. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't or see them drinking alcohol. They're soda. So yeah. I don't know if they have like, uh, it's like 18. Or 18 and under mm-hmm. club or club something. Club or something. Which is. Uh, but then Kim's just walking around like, hey. <laughs> like being a creep. Still. He basically, yeah, he loves Cherie's uh, Sh- look. Yeah. And he says, you know, you look like. Uh, like this Bowie chick who has a, a, she has this expression on her face like she kicked the shit out of a truck. Yeah, there, yeah, is what he says. And uh, he, he introduces Joan and uh, Cherie, mm-hmm. and they they hit it off. And he says, you know, meet us uh, tomorrow. Learn a Susie Quattro song. Yeah, and uh, you're in the band. Yeah, pretty much. And she's like, oh, okay. And so she goes home and she practices. Uh, the opposite of what she's supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, Peggy Lee song, mm-hmm. Fever, I yeah. think. And so when she meets up with the girls later on in their trailer, yeah. a shout out to the kids screaming in the back. That's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <a> spooky theme. <laughs> um, uh, 
Um, so we, we we cut to the trailer. Yeah. Uh, the band, the the Runaways, are practicing, and uh, Cherie uh, meets with them. And she's they ask, you know, what did you practice? And she says, Oh, do you guys know Peggy Lee? And they're like, Oh, my mom listens. To I like how one of them's like, Who? <laughs> like, she's a singer. My mom listens to her. She really likes her. And uh, I really like. Um, uh, Cherie's reaction to that, she's like, "Well, uh, you know, Susie Quattro covered Fever, yeah, and they're they're still not having it. They're like, that's a slow song. We don't play. Slow we don't play songs. that shit, yeah." <laughs> Which is uh, which is funny, and so Kim gets uh, kind of fed up, and he says, "You know what? Sit outside." Yeah, and uh, he proceeds to kind of write uh, like on the spot. Yeah. He writes a song. Yeah, he comes up with uh, some original material, mm-hmm. which ends up being the famous track "Cherry Bomb." Yeah, um, and then so they bring in. Uh, Cherie mm-hmm. back in to, to practice and she's kind of uh, scared it's really like uh, holding back yeah. right and um, he says you know what if you don't want to if you don't want to do this then hit the road or whatever yeah basically go, go sell Girl Scout cookies who's next yeah and so he yeah he kind of bullies her into become, becoming more prominent mm-hmm. right and uh, you can kind of see uh, Cherie Curry or her like how everybody knows her from the runaways kind of forming in that trailer which is pretty cool yeah um what's what's next um uh they're practicing at a house right I mean they're doing a gig in like a house um, yeah, well, they so it cuts to the scene where he, um, Kim, thinks they need to be hazed a little bit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they can uh, they can get used to uh, people not liking them mm-hmm. and not have their feelings hurt. So he, he hires a bunch of these hoodlum kids from around the area yeah. to throw like beer cans, dog and, shit, and yeah, <laughs> whatever they can, Just anything, yeah, to, to kind of get to. To scur- discourage them, yeah. to get them ready for that kind of uh, harsh reality, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he basically says, "You're you're women. Guys don't want to see women holding guitars. They want to see them in the kitchen. Yeah, especially or on their knees. on the knees. Yeah, yeah. Because back then, uh, like we it was said, a real male-driven kind of well, industry. Yeah, there was no um, yeah. Besides maybe Susie Quattro or a couple, a handful of others, but definitely not uh, any like all girl yeah. fronted bands playing how they aggressive wanted. music. Yeah. You know, that was that was like um, I feel like they were before, right before, like at the cusp of punk starting, mm-hmm. right, which is very interesting. Yeah, probably inspired a lot of bands. Yeah. And it's funny because um, a lot of people don't know who the Runaways are, even still, like right now. Like you, you yeah. didn't know who they were. No, I've are, heard, but I've heard their songs like a million times. But, but, but I had but, no idea that they were. But that's the thing. See, they're on the the first Guardian soundtrack. Yeah. Yet you didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Until I said that. Yeah. So interesting, right? Schooling me. <laughs> uh, Sorry, okay. No, no. I'm just. I'm making a point. No, yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> That's point taken. Um, where were we? The oh, you know. So they play. Uh, they play their first gig, mm-hmm. which is at an illegal house party. Yeah. Um, you see kids stealing booze. Uh, people throwing, hazing the band. Yeah. And uh, there's this key scene that I really like, where uh, this chick throws a beer can and and. Uh, 
Joan uh, reflects it back with her guitar. It hits her in her head. Yeah, and smacks the girl back in her face. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it really worked. Like, yeah. the training worked. She's like, that, that shit worked. And I really liked it. And then yeah. you see Kim uh, on the phone upstairs yeah. counting money. And, he, and uh, you can get the feeling that they're, they're, they're on the road to success, mm-hmm. right? And uh, right after that, he books their first tour. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I don't go on tour, so you guys are going to have to do it yourselves, pretty much. Yeah. And he, uh, he doesn't really send them any money. He, 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 Just a little to start them off. Yeah. yeah. Even when they, you see them go to their first hotel, and it's only two beds. <laughs> yeah. A little, like, a hole in the wall, mm-hmm. you know. And they're just like, fucking kid. With that uh, weird-ass dude with his slacks and oh, no yeah. shirt, at just the, chilling at the pool. At the pool. <laughs> So, um, the band, actually, they bond over drugs and booze. Yeah. Big surprise. Yeah, right. Rock and roll. <laughs> and uh, Cherie's mom, uh, basically, she comes home with her new boyfriend. Mm. She's uh, she's like a famous, which the film kind of glosses over, but she's a famous uh, actress okay. from back in the 70s. That's what I figured mm-hmm. from the way she kind of uh, acted and the way they kind of uh, acted and, towards her. And they say, uh, places, everyone. Yeah, because when she comes into the house, she's like, places, places, everyone. I mean, you don't really say that unless you're in some type of acting, I guess. Right. Yeah. She so she, the mom comes home, Cherie's mom, and uh, tells her and her sister that uh, they want to move to Indonesia yeah. because her boyfriend lives out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, "You guys are more than welcome to come." But of course, Cherie doesn't want to go because she's has the the band opportunity, yeah. right? So then they, I guess, they opt to stay with the dad. Yeah, with their dad at their aunt's house. Uh-huh. And the, I think the grandma's there too. Uh-huh. And uh, basically, the the dad's like a, an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He's not really mentally there. Or that's what I uh, picked up from that. Yeah, they um, they kind of really jump through through that. Mm-hmm. I guess like the subplot of her and her sister kind of struggling. But then you see uh, she starts to Cherie starts to um, leave her sister behind. Yeah. To kind of do clean up the the dirty work so to speak and I think she kind of feels bad for that too about that whole thing yeah. kind of leaving her in that situation while she gets to do uh, the fun stuff I guess but uh, yeah then that's when they leave and uh, her dad is passed out in the on the street right in his yeah. car yep yeah um What's next? So the the part I don't know if we said the party gets raided. Their first gig gets raided. Oh no, I don't think we. I think we skipped over that. Yeah. The part. So the party gets raided. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, shortly after that, Kim gets the girls their first tour gig. Mm-hmm. Um. What's next? Uh, it's when they go to the hotel. Um. The uh, oh. 
they so uh, they're when we see the their first tour basically stop mm-hmm. they get bullied yeah uh, by some other band right uh, the headliner yeah. so they're opening for these guys and they and they and they mess up the the um, how do you say their uh, sound check right yeah they're doing the the Reversal. runaways are doing their sound check and mm-hmm. they they stop they uh, basically fuck it up yeah they unplug all their instruments basically mm-hmm. and uh, they get into a little scuffle yeah and so then we cut to <laughs> we cut to uh, them. Basically, uh, Joan has to pee. Yeah. And uh, the bathroom is being taken up by Cherie. Mm-hmm. Who is with a roadie. Yeah, making out with some random dude. Mm-hmm. So then Joan and uh, Sandy, I believe yeah. it is, uh, go into the, the dressing room of the headliners. Yeah. And uh, Joan pisses on the guitar. Yeah, and I like what she says. Uh, it'll probably make them sound better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome yeah. in, in, the, in the movie. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into who that actually was oh, in real okay. life in the Swamp Facts. Nice. Um, but what happens after that? Uh, there's a, obviously some drug experimentation <laughs> oh, in there. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kim starts becoming more cheap with the, uh, he doesn't want to finance mm-hmm. the, the tour too yeah. much. You know, there's a scene with him on the phone with Joan, and she says, we're hungry, send us more money. He's like, oh, I can't right now, I'm busy. I think he says that I'm in a meeting, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, sleeping with somebody. Yeah, probably. At the same Secretary time. or something. <laughs> Um, uh, shortly after this, Joan develops a crush on Cherie, mm-hmm. where you see they kind of become more uh, romantically involved. Yeah. Um, Kim gets the Runaways signed to Mercury Records. Yeah, that was a cool part. Yeah. With and the, that follows like this uh, classic kind of montage of the girls uh, rising to fame. Mm-hmm. Where they're kind of you kind of see a, all their newspaper articles and magazine covers and stuff like that. They become internationally uh, known. Yeah. Um, the uh, the girls play Japan right after this. Mm-hmm. Where uh, that's when uh, her sister even asked, or her well, she, she she wants to go with them, uh-huh. but she's like uh, Sheree's like, well, no one's really bringing family, and then she's like, well, I can do you guys makeup if you want. And then she's like, well, we have, we do our own makeup, so we don't really need that. Mm-hmm. She's right. like, well, I can make you guys some some purses or something. She's like, no, no, not really. It's okay. She just kind of brushes her off, yeah. like, oh, no, you stay here. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, right after this, um, they kind of introduce, like, the, the punk scene, how mm-hmm. that becomes big with uh, Joan kind of creating her own uh, Sex Pistols shirt yeah. because they were getting big at, around that time, too. Um, Cherie becomes a kind of a diva, mm, yeah. and you see, like, she starts taking herself way more seriously and doing these kind of uh, solo um, photo shoots. And I, I, with that photo shoot thing, that scene, I, I really do think that she thought it was like everyone else was getting their own photo shoot, but then it kind of gets turned upside down, mm-hmm. and uh, she gets blindsided yeah. by the other. Because it makes it look like she did it on purpose and she knew about the whole thing. Because, yeah, like, uh, I never noticed this before, but they Kim calls her and he kind of sweet talks her because mm-hmm. uh, they're alone together. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, 
none of the other girls know about that. Yeah. And he's like completely opposite than when when uh, you know in the band rehearsals yeah. and everything. He's like, oh, thank you for everything that you do, and we're gonna set up this photo shoot. Uh, it's just gonna be you and everything. And and of course, being a 15 year old girl, she's flattered by that. Yeah. And uh, they they do it. And um, what? Uh, so while they're in Japan. Cherie's uh, sister calls her and she says you need to come home now because your dad's sick mm-hmm. and need help and uh, of course Cherie by this time she's kind of lost in her drug addiction yeah you know and um, she says I don't you know I don't come home I don't have a home yeah and she kind of ignores she ignores the, her sister yeah and stays over there and um, the uh, the band then it cuts to the scene where the band gets uh, upset over her solo photo shoot, yeah. saying that they're she's kind of misrepresenting uh, them yeah. as uh, kind of sex icons. Yeah, they're making she's uh, she should have been uh, kind of pushing the record or or their their band, not yeah. just herself, and as a as a sex object, mm-hmm. and that kind of makes that kind of yeah. Just your own steps up and she says, you know, no one's going to take us seriously as musicians if yeah. you keep doing this. You can't be doing this. And uh, right there, that puts a wedge in between the band and Cherie because she doesn't really see the big deal mm-hmm. about it. You can tell that she Cherie's in it for more of the, the fame mm-hmm. and uh, not 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 so much the, the music, the way that Joan is. Yeah. Um, they, they, they accuse her of being like you know your article's always the biggest, you're uh, you're always in the center of the photo and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, it's almost like there there's like you said inner turmoil, yeah, and uh, some jealousy happens uh, with that, and then uh, shortly after that, Cherie actually ODs. And uh, she, in the elevator, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then she ends up. She goes home and apologizes to her sister, and uh, starts a t- trying to take care of the the family, you know. And uh, so we we go to we cut to basically them cutting uh, their new record mm-hmm. with uh, with Kim. And you can tell uh, Cherie's bothered by something, and it's because Kim's uh, written or, or, or he released this article talking about how um, working with Cherie is like, like impossible. It's like a dog urinating in your face. Yeah, is what he, yeah, is what he said, and uh, that she should hang herself from uh, her shower rod. Yeah, and uh, go out in the vein of Marilyn Monroe or something like that, to that effect. And uh, of course, she's upset by this. And uh, she questions Kim, and, mm-hmm. and he uh, responds. You know, he's like, "This is plebis- publicity. Uh, you know, people are going to be talking about this. You know, it's uh, it's a juicy story." Yeah, exactly. Is what he says. He did yeah. it on purpose yeah. to get people talking. Um, and then uh, what? Uh, is then, then she uh, kind of refuses to to play anymore. Mm-hmm. And she, she quits. Yeah, he's like, "Well, he's like, you work for me, so you do what I tell you to do." And then she's like, no, I quit, I'm done. And then she walks out. And then Joan has a, a fit as well. Kind of uh, throwing, like, instruments everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Kim's like, yeah, this is rock and roll. Like, this is what it's about. Yeah, he's egging it on. Yeah. Uh, or, or the, you know, the 
the little what's the word for it? The the tantrum mm-hmm. that Joan throws. He's he's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite part in the film actually happens in the studio okay. where Joan, uh, so I think it's Lita, mm-hmm. uh, played by Taylor, or Scout Tyler Compton, okay. the, the girl from Halloween, actually, oh. the remake. Um, she she's she gets mad at Cherie, and she's kind of egging her on, right? And yeah. uh, Joan turns to her and says, shut the fuck up, Lita. Yeah. All right, the way that she uh, delivers that line, I always laugh. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Cherie quits the band. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you, you, you meet um, Joan and Cherie in the hallway alone. Uh, together and uh, Cherie just says, you know, I can't do this anymore. I need, I need my life back. You know, like, yeah. I, I can't do, I can't. This isn't my life. And so she walks away, and and then Joan says, this is my life. And you, that that puts the, that shows you like the, I guess the, the different sides or the the different uh, like areas they're in in their life, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or Joan Jett, which yeah. is just like a real musician. Yeah. Because she still plays. So that's where she wants to be. Yeah. And uh, Cherie, that just wasn't uh, what Basically she, over it. Yeah, what she was meant to do, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, so the Runaways, they actually stick together for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they break up uh, eventually because things just don't work out with Cherie. Uh, and uh, Cherie actually spirals further out yeah. of control with her addictions. And they, they do that by showing her in a grocery store yeah. where she tries she buys onions and yeah. vodka. Yep. And, of course, she's still underage. She tries to show them the fake ID and the people aren't having it. And she, and she cusses them out. She's like, like, I can get you fired. Yeah. <laughs> Completely out of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and she she leaves, mm-hmm. and then uh, she, does she OD again, or she just passes out in the in the telephone booth? She passes out. Okay, and um, and then and then we cut back to Joan, mm-hmm. where she um, she's kind of uh, lost for a while, mm-hmm. and I guess that's uh, meant to represent like her kind of trying to keep things going with the runaways and then it doesn't work and then she ends up forming uh, she writes that song I Love Rock and Roll mm-hmm. which is of course uh, you know the classic. a classic yeah. and uh, she forms uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts yeah. which is her band that they're still uh, touring now Yeah. and then um, and then we meet we go back to Cherie, where she's been. Uh, now she's in recovery, mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, what do we? F- well, we skipped over that part where uh, the interview with Kim, where it's talking about right after they break up. Oh yeah, that's right. About how, that's like, right. In, know, the middle of that. in a couple of years, we're going to see them, and they're going to be living in the valley, fat, uh, with two kids, or no, with a bunch of kids, and uh, as happy as a flea on a dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wasn't totally wrong because they're all kind of basically saying they're going to be nothing. They're going to be floundering. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll. Uh, I'll be okay. I'll, I'll move on to yeah, to yeah, greater things. Yeah, which was uh, almost you know. You know, pretty spot on. I mean, he did stuff after them mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and he's still uh, he's still in the business now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we see uh, Sherry as a where does she work in some type of? It looks like a bakery yeah, or, okay. or something to that effect. 
um, we cut to, which is basically the conclusion of the film, where mm-hmm. they're in the, um, they're playing Joan's uh, song mm-hmm. on the, and she shows up into the studio. Uh, wherever this is set at. Awesome DJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was pretty cool. Uh, and they they take some calls. Yeah. And uh, Cherie decides to call the the studio to say hi to Joan. And there's this kind of awkward silence, but you you kind of uh, at least uh, cinematically that's like their apology. Mm-hmm. They kind of mend things because things were uh, kind of ended sour with yeah. them for the Runaways, you know. And uh, yeah, so it just like them saying that you know we're we're both okay. Yeah. And uh, then they close with uh, what everybody's doing now. Yeah. So. Um, Joan obviously has a successful band and is still touring now, as mm-hmm. far as I know. Uh, Cherie um, is a lives in the San Fernando Valley and is a successful chainsaw artist. She makes sculptures with a chainsaw, <laughs> yeah. believe it or not, professionally. And um, uh, Kim is uh, still a music producer. And they say that you could see him walking around. He lives in L.A. And yeah. Yeah, you could see him walking around the, the strip. Mm-hmm. Which still is, with his uh, with his hair uh, with his uh, hair dyed green still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, funny story. I think it was uh, around the time that this film came out. Maybe it was 2011. I was uh, I did a what's it called an internship with okay. uh, City Beat. Okay. The 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 magazine, mm-hmm. the local magazine, and uh, they had me um, basically represent them at the SD Music thing. Okay. Uh, they are they're having some get together at the uh, Lafayette Hotel in North Park off of uh, El Cajon Boulevard. Oh yeah. And um, they had a bunch of uh, you know record producers and all kinds of important people. And Kim actually <laughs> showed up, so I I saw him and uh, I was too you know because yeah. he's, he's He's like a character. I was too uh, scared to talk to yeah. him personally, but I was like feet away from him. Oh, that's cool. So it was pretty. It's pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's the Burnaways film. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> um, I highly recommend watching it if you've gone this far. You should probably watch it if you haven't. Yeah, yeah. pick it up. Yeah. I'm sure. It, I, I'm sure you can stream it somewhere for a couple dollars. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, some good uh, performances to Definitely. be had in this. Oh film. yeah. But um, I actually have a Joan Jet interview. Oh you want yeah. To jump into that. Yeah, let's do it. This age of the killer riff, however, could have been mistaken for an amped-up statue. But as the 70s progressed, a generation of women emerged that would challenge the riffing patriarchy. I think they want to see us in sandals and acoustic guitars. People's perception of rock and riff rock is very, you know, male and very testosterone-filled. But girls have testosterone, too. In 1975, a young Joan Jett set about forming an all-girl rock band. Before long, the Runaways were tearing gender stereotypes apart. I 
I just wanted to form an all-girl band because there was nobody out there. And I figured if I wanted to play in a band, there had to be other girls out there like me who wanted to do the same thing. I really didn't look at myself and say, you're a girl. You shouldn't be doing this. It didn't enter my mind. The Runaways were rebellious, uh, jailbait, teenage rock. We were hell on wheels. had musicians like Joan Jett come along, I think she was quite significant in saying that it was perfectly all right, actually, for a woman to be standing still doing something with her hands instead of cavorting around at the front of the stage. You know, I'd put us up against any band, and I'd put Lita Ford up against most any, you know, lead guitar player, and she could really rip up a riff. may have riffed with the best of them, but they often met with abuse from male rock crowds. I figured we wouldn't have a problem because to me I thought rock and roll was freedom. I was really wrong about that. People started calling us names, you know, everything you call a, a woman, a whore, and a dyke, you know. I really don't understand where the, where the hatred came from. took a lot of abuse from a lot of different people um, and they weren't all from the audience they weren't all fans some of them were inside the music industry itself sexism would be the catalyst for one of the signature American rock riffs of the 70s, when Hart's Wilson sisters wrote a brutal response to a rumour implying they were lesbian lovers, started by their own record label. We were so offended that some record company type guy would insinuate anything sexual to us, uh, especially with each other at the time. We were just scandalized. The industry was like pretty much packed full of those type guys and people that were just trading on sexuality instead of quality. just as estrogen toxic as men can be testosterone toxic yes we can we can be bitches too <laughs> boom nice that was awesome <laughs> um yeah what'd you you like it yeah nice that was good cool swan facts yes please <laughs> swan Let me find where we're supposed to be. Uh, so, Joan regrets not having 
a closing card for band member Sandy West, who actually passed away right before filming started. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Kristen worked close with uh, Jet to get her portrayal right. Joan has stated several times that she is very proud of her performance. Sherry Curry was very excited to have Dakota portray her as that is, um, I guess, supposedly her favorite actress. Mm, nice. Worked out. <laughs> um, band members Lita Ford and Jackie Fox refused to have their lives, uh, life stories told, hmm. which is why I feel the, 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 the movie runs a little short. Mm-hmm. It's only an hour and 25 minutes, yeah. and uh, you can tell the, um, the two members don't really have very much to do. Rather yeah. than when they're playing, mm-hmm. they're just there as kind of spot fillers, and I guess that was why they wouldn't give them the rights uh, mm-hmm. to really do anything with their story. I mean, it worked out pretty good, though. I mean, the movie yeah. it worked without that. Yeah, I, I feel like the pacing uh, feels it feels good. Yeah. Um, Joan claims she never wore leather pants during her time in the band. <laughs> And that's uh, one of her biggest gripes with uh, with the film, I guess, is that they have Joan uh, on screen leather in, pants. in leather pants the uh, whole time. Okay. And she said it would have been more realistic for them to put her in jeans. Uh, okay. And I guess that's an embellishment that they... Or one of the embellishments yeah. in the film. Um, Dakota admits she was scared of Kim Fowley when she first met him. The real Kim. Yeah. Uh, Kim was amazed at Michael Shannon's performance. Yeah. Saying that he did, uh, he couldn't, they couldn't have picked a, a better person. He's awesome. Uh, Shannon states that he was unable to meet with Folly enough to really study him, so he turned to internet mm. for research, which is very interesting. Yeah. It's pretty spot on for that, man. Uh,. The film is actually based on Cherie's novel, Neon Angel, I believe it's called, but claims there was a significant amount of details left out of the final script. Hmm. wonder why. Did she ever find out? Probably either, uh, maybe pacing reasons. Okay, yeah. You know, or, or you don't want to... There's certain things where you don't want to turn the the audience against people, you yeah. know. And I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of gritty stuff mm-hmm. in, in that book. Um, Kristen learned to play guitar for the film, but uh, did not track guitar for the soundtrack. And said uh, Joan actually stepped in and played oh, cool. guitar for the for the soundtrack. The uh, the band was actually bullied. Remember the the bullying scene, yeah. the soundtrack scene. That was actually supposed to be Rush. Oh, really? Yeah, Rush <laughs> actually. That's did that. cool. And they That's apparently funny. pissed on the that guitar. That's <laughs> cool. Wow. And that's the, uh, I think, hey. the, the end of my swan packs. Nice. Those are good. For this. Those are cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so before I forget to ask you, what are we talking about next week? Um, or are we doing uh, the long uh, kiss goodnight, right? With, yeah. With Chris? Yeah. It's, we'll be doing uh, Chris's pick next week. Nice. Yes. Okay. So what are we doing the following week then? Oh. I'll um, ask you that. We'll do... The, uh... Oh, God damn it. The Cat in the Hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the Friday the 13th remake. Wow, okay. Yeah. We're getting, uh, getting the um, Halloween started a little. Yeah. Early. All right. I can dig that. All right. Cool. Uh, what else do you want to talk about before um, we close out? Uh, well, I don't know. What, what do we have coming up? Do we have anything coming up? Um, well, A Pin Apart is putting out the uh, the Wu-Tang Wakanda oh, yeah, Black Panther right. yes. mashup. Yes. It's coming. It should be um, hopefully av- soon. Available in a couple weeks yeah. here. It's in production right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a two-inch enamel pin. Oh, yeah. That should be fun. Uh, with some bonus news, Black Panther is now on Netflix. Yes. For anybody who doesn't own it yet, uh, you should stream that and check it out. I know Vic just watched it, him and Gene. For the first time, they just watched it. Yeah, they just wow. watched it. That's crazy. Uh, and now he's like, "I'm kind of flat." Like everyone else, three yeah. months ago, yeah, or he's, a year ago, whatever it is. Yeah, he's feeling it. He's in the fields now. Yeah, uh, I was excited because I was like, "Now you get our, our pin reference." <laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can understand. Uh, there's a funny thing. Um, uh, it was like a meme or something of uh, Chad Boswick, mm-hmm. the guy who plays uh, T'Challa, and it's just him standing there, like staring, like like a, like a pissed off look. And he's like, "If some motherfucker asked me to say Wakanda forever again, he's like I'm just gonna lose it." And it, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, but I'm sure he heard that a million times yeah. after that movie. I mean, probably still now. There's the the meme of him like when like. When, uh, when Avenger or Civil War, he's in Civil War, yeah, right? He he's in Civil War, yeah. It was like a Civil War screening or a premiere, and he's all happy. Yeah. And it's like a, um, Infinity War screening, and he's over it. Like, <laughs> I just oh, yeah. Funny. The yeah. hype, man, the hype train. Yeah. It's, it's a little much. It's real, though. For Marvel. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> um,. Uh, if you like what you hear, give us uh, five stars or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Yeah. Uh, whether it's Speak- iTunes. Yeah. Speaking of platforms, we are on every major one. Every major one, yep. I think so. So if you can, uh, wherever you can listen to uh, podcasts, you can find us. And help us out. Yeah. Just give us that positive review. And that play. Yeah. Hit play. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, you can find us on Instagram at uh, drop the mic underscore podcast. Right. We're both on there. Yes. Uh, super active. Yeah. If you want to slide up into the DMs, as we say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ask uh, or um, ask us to do a certain movie mm-hmm. or uh, tell us that we suck, you know, the various things. We'd like to hear it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Not just that we suck, but you know, we'd like to hear some re- uh, some requests. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that's not what everyone thinks. But yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, we have a uh, pints and pins on September thirtieth. Yeah, at the uh, North Park Beer Co. Yes. For any locals out there, come down and support us and a and a slew of other. Uh, uh, talented artists yeah. and drink uh, some beer mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of thing. If not, they have a, a fabulous food oh, yeah. there for people like I'm gonna James. Be, I'm going to be checking out the food. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know what it tastes like. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, another... Uh, 
was it September 12th, which is coming up here mm-hmm. uh, soon. I think it's next Wednesday. Um, it's Bizarre Bizarre. Mm, yeah. uh, another little pop-up show that we're mm-hmm. doing. So uh, come check us out if you're in the area. It'll be yeah. at, uh, in Mission Valley okay. at the Hideaway Tattoo. Oh, we'll have okay. uh, all our pins available and free stickers, whatnot. Fun. Are they being doing uh, tattoos there too? Like yeah. Like tattoos? Yeah, they'll have an artist on site doing uh, some stuff. Nice. It should be uh, fun. Get some pins and get tatted. That's right. Yeah. Is there anything better than that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we have a super secret screening. Oh yeah. That's not gonna. We're not gonna tell you what it is, but we won't. Yeah. But just. Uh, it's being finalized right now. Yeah. Just it, uh, uh, be ready for it. Next month. Yes. October. It, right? It's very spooky. I'll say uh, that. Spooky. <laughs> and it, it might be uh, uh, the biggest. Event we've done so far, I'm hoping. The fullest? Yes. Yeah. As far as what we aim to do with it, mm-hmm. there, it should be it should be fun. I think so. Shout out to the neighbors upstairs. Yeah. Stomping. <laughs> That's awesome, man. They're stepping up there. They just watched uh, Stomp the Yard. <laughs> They're hyped right now. <laughs> Jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yeah. I think that's uh, that's about it for the runaway uh, episode. Yeah, I think so. It's a short film equals a short episode. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, that's okay because yeah. uh, next week we yes. have Shane Black's Predator dropping. Yes. And we'll be dropping a Shane Black episode yeah. courtesy of our boy Chris Pollock. Oh, yeah. He'll be in the house. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk to him. I think that's it. So yeah. for any of the fans, he'll be back. Oh, yeah. And until next time. Uh, Have a good weekend. Take care. Happy Friday. Yes. Uh, Enjoy your week. Oh, yeah. Be safe. Hopefully we see you guys... um, On the 12th. Yeah. Coming up, right? Oh, yeah. Or uh, this weekend at Scream, now that you're going. Yeah. And uh, to be clear, I'm excited that you're going. Sure. It's okay. No. That's all right. (laughs) To be clear. (laughs) All right, uh, everybody. All right. Have a good weekend. See you. Later. Dog shit. 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 Urine soap. Dog shit. Rock and roll is a blood sport. It is a sport of men. It is for the people in the dark. The dead cats. The masturbators. The outcasts who have no voice, no way of saying, Hey, I hate the fucking world. My father's a faggot. Fuck you. Fuck authority. I want an orgasm. Now growl, moan. This isn't about women's lip, titties. This is about women's libido. I want to see the scratch marks down their fucking backs. All right, do it again. Again, like. Like your sister just fucked your boyfriend in your parents' bed. Like you want a fucking orgasm. Yeah. Yeah.